You there, Cash? Yep. Yeah, I'm here. You're the life of the party. We can make a fun podcast. Oh, yeah, I guess. Today we're joined by Cash Langford, originally from Texas. If you've seen Cash, you know Cash. He's quite the personality. Cash, can you tell us uh, the 30 to 60 second uh, biography of your career in the show cattle fitness? Started off as a young kid in uh, West Texas showing steers and um, had the opportunity to move to the Midwest there in the early 2000s. I believe you said you worked for Barry Norwatsky. We were showing quite a bit of steers there when I started up north and then kind of got switched over to the breeding heifer side of it. Been a, been a part of a lot of great ones. Uh, yeah, I was at Barry's there for 12 years. and uh, uh, we Barry was trading steers at that point or like he shifted yeah, into heifers at some point? Was, uh, Barry was trading steers and just had uh, two main engine heifers there when I started. Helping Barry get switched over from the steer side to the breeding heifer world that kind of changed my passion from the podcast side of it to the breeding heifer side. That's uh, where I'm still involved with today. So joining us also today is Andrew Gordy Clark of Willard, Ohio. Gordy, could you and, and Cash tell a, a fun and family-friendly story from the last 20 years in your guys' career? I'm muting myself. Go ahead. Here it was, Cash, was it 12 or 13 Denver Prospect Show? But there was also yeah, yeah. Go, go, Cash, go. You're on it. Uh, the family was getting getting some of those steers ready for. They had uh, two pretty dang good prospect steers, and um, both of them were really, really good. We're talking about Amanda and Kirby Schnorr here, right? Yep, got it. Um, but Gordy, now we got stuck uh, getting the lesser of the two ready together, and. Uh, Got back out there in the drive, and no BTs up down the 18 that day. Uh, <laughs> 18 oh! reserve, but uh, yeah, according to uh, we uh, had that steer looking pretty dang good. I don't know much about show cattle business, Cash Langford and Gordy, but I'll tell you one thing: you guys ain't never been B teams in terms of your ability to get one ready. So stop acting so modest. Tell the dang story. When you got to get get cattle ready with uh, the people that you grew up idolizing, um, I'm, I'll be the first one to admit that there's a lot of people out there better than me, and I, I, I still look up to them guys. When uh, them guys really get to put the hammer on them, it's uh, something to sit back and watch. I, I would second that motion. I, I'm always one to take criticism and uh, – Shit, this was, I mean, we're talking over a decade ago, too. Oh, yeah. Jeff Sargent judged that day, didn't he? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. That's a man that knows how to style his hair. I mean, better than any of you steer jocks can style their hair. Now, now, now. I take a little fist to that. <laughs> no, Sargent does have good hair. Especially for an old fella. I mean, Jeff Sargent is no spring chicken right now. I mean, how old are you, Cash? Uh, 39. No kidding. I mean, we're getting so damn old and got a little gray hair. That what changes have you seen in the industry? Talk about a few of the obvious or not obvious changes over your 20-year career. The breeding heifer deal, how uh, they put so much emphasis on body anymore and, and structure and maybe taking the muscle out of them. But I'll tell you what, the last couple of years I'm seeing the muscle trend come back and. Uh, you know, still want them big bodies and, and, and good structure, but uh, want to maybe still have a little shot more muscle in them. Uh, 10, 12, 15 years ago, they wanted them good looking and, and sound. 
and then maybe didn't have have the most muscle, but um, that's probably on the breathing side. Boy, the, the show steer deal, and it's crazy. It's it's hard to keep up with. It's moving and changing so fast. Just kind of been out of my travels this weekend, and I'll tell you what, I'm I'm just confused anymore about looking at show steers. It just uh, I don't know if they need to be big, tall, short, moderate, stout. Rugged, big tone, sound structured, or, or I don't. It, there's just so many different kinds of cattle out there these days, and kind of just makes you got to step back, shake his head, and be really confused. Cat, cat. Do you do you think that if we brought some some hoof back in these cattle, that would straighten things up a bit, though? Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. I think that would uh, going to change a lot of things. Uh, you know, you get it, get them big feet, you get big bones, and I. I I directly correlate with uh, having a little more muscle in the cattle that are bigger footed and bigger bone. Yeah, just just easier to maintain, I guess. I'm not talking just big, big and long, like some depth to heel, big hard old dinner plate feet with some spread in them. What do you think of uh, the pistol hair? I think Rick Fry originally was the one that brought the industry from shaving those peckers for their sale videos and the online sales to. Now, I mean, I I just posted one yesterday that had six or seven inches of sheath hair in the in the war to get the longest sheath hair. Even though that cast tight tight sheath, I won the war because I had like a seven inch sheath hair. Is that is that silly or is it going to be like possibly we're going to be fitting hogs and uh, boning <laughs> up the legs on goats? With we're going to do that in the steering someday? You think? Oh, per- personally, I'm not a fan of it, but. It'll, but... Having a little, having a little, little hair down there, make sure you let a guy know what he's looking at. I, I guess if you had a little hair down there, I'd be able to put it in It's a, it's a, it's a debate for sure. What do you think? What do you think, Gordy? Uh, I don't disagree with either of you there. I used to clip a lot of baby calves in Southern Ohio that got sold early in the spring, and I would habitually cut their navel hair off and. Actually, a guy in court in Iowa told me that you should probably leave that hair when they're baby calves to draw their center down a little bit. So I don't disagree with that, but Grace, you also, by the way. Yes, he also told me that's the first thing he cuts off when he gets him involved. So right or wrong, I don't know. I think it looks lazy. Absolutely. So what about what breed or... Genetic line could put some hoof back into them. I mean, I I never even thought about it before you started talking about it, Gordy, but is there anything, any breed or genetic line you think puts more hoof onto them? I mean, them them Kianino bred cattle back in the late 90s, early 2000s, uh, you know, like an Eagle Scout or something like that, or Key Angus, I guess he would be. Them Charlays have pretty deep feet. Um some of them in Andrews we showed had pretty good feet though, didn't they, Cash? Oh, I yeah. Give them that. For sure. This will kind of culminate all this. So Cash took care of a heifer, the only main Andrew heifer to be supreme champion in Louisville, the national or the North American International Livestock Show. I mean, or say this right, Cash. She is the mother of Data Bank or a full sister to Data Bank. No, no, actually, Data Bank uh, would have been Brandon Oliver's. Uh, she would have been a. X2. Uh, oh, she was a Sooner uh, O2. Uh, no, yeah, that's correct. She was a Sooner O2. 
Um, the okay. The 403Z um, of uh, Blind Badger, she was the one that was supreme at Louisville that year. She was an X2. She was an X2. Yeah, please. Yep. The Bank is an X2 Sooner Whiskey. Yes, that is correct. Correct? Yep. So, Data Bank is basically related to both of them animals. That would be correct. Cool. Hot button topics that you guys can talk about, and then we'll finish up for this first episode. We're just trying to make you feel comfortable because we know you've got good stories once you get loose, Cash. Anyways, Gordy tells me that you and him were maybe around. Barry Nowatsky's show barn. Whenever 805, the cow of Tracy's, went through his barn, uh, the future mother of here I am. Do you have yeah, any, yeah. Do, you remember, do you remember seeing her? Or also, were you around whenever. Tracy and Jojencini, or excuse me, whenever Barry and Jojencini uh, located Heat Wave back in the early 2000s. I, I was I was not around for the Heat Wave era. I sure wish I would have been. I, 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 that would have been awesome. 805, you know, I, I remember being there the day Tracy got 805 out of, out of that pasture over there with all the replacement efforts. So. Did you know then that she would go on to be the most famous cow of the 2010? <laughs> uh, if I did, uh, probably Tracy wouldn't have probably wouldn't have got her because I was trying to buy her for myself. <laughs> you got it, yep. Just, just you know, typically, how, how did she hit you that day? Big hair, big, big frame, you know, moderate frame? She, she, I, I think I remember being just a, a nickel bigger than they were at the time, um, but just no, nothing nothing really special about her. She's just a, a nice-looking club cast replacement heifer. That just goes to show how, how smart that D D is sometimes. He uh yeah. he he knew what he was looking at that day. Yeah. I mean in yeah. minimal condition or whatever sort of condition she was, it's it's incredibly yeah, it tough to know how they're gonna breed, but obviously once them first calves start hitting the hitting the ground and Tracy realized what he had and he's he's grown a reputation uh leaps yeah. and bounds and also cloned her a time or two and just incredible that uh that old female started right there in Michigan City, Indiana with Terry Nowoski, yourself, and also Gordy. Okay, last question, then I'll let you go. I know that I'm going to keep going on and on. Do you have any funny John Choate stories? Funny John Choate stories, man. We can talk about that all day. For me, it was uh, the first year there. I was helping at, at Nowoski's, and uh, Choate told me to hold that calf, and Put a little final bloom there on her before she went up to the ring, and uh, John Choke got really pissed off at putting much oil on her. He went over there with the blower and started blowing her out because way too much oil. Oh no! I like them things <laughs> being a little greasy when they go down there and hit the green shavings and the big lights. Absolutely. Thank you for taking the time to join us. We'll keep this one short. Gordy, you got anything to say on the way out? No, I'm just glad to hear from Kiss. Right, good talking to you guys. Absolutely. Yeah, man. Look forward to seeing you at the Fall Majors this uh, fall crash. Thank you for yeah, we'll, coming we'll on the show there. for a few minutes. Yeah, see you, Matt. See you, Gordo.